Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So unfortunately, no Eddie. How about that? I mean, we do have it now. Maze found a do way. We? Yeah, but it just came. It just came too late. Okay. And when we're going to record, but we can, we can get that at another time. Hey, baby. But yeah, that's tough, man. I was really looking forward to doing Eddie. Crazy, crazy. We got Anaconda in. I had so many pivots for this one. Pivot. Pivot. Yeah, we had to pivot. I had so many pivots oh, in this man. one. I was traveling. I got some good notes here, and then it, they kind of peter off at some point because I fell asleep after the third ending. Okay. After the third ending. First of all, it's been, a while, it's been a while since I fell asleep. So Yeah, like, you've been surprisingly engaged in your podcast that you do. Well, I mean, I'm engaged in the podcast. Yeah. It's the watching sometimes that is triggering. I could not imagine spending three hours on something that I didn't like after <laughs> 10 minutes. You don't like it. You are a weird individual to keep watching. What are you, nuts? <laughs> you dedicated a week of your life to dislike something? Get a hobby. Knit something. Go for a walk. <laughs> Previously on Cinephobe. How am I supposed to go back to the me before all of this pain? Excuse me. We're new in town and we've never had sex before. Would you give us a hand? I would have rather seen his cock. Out of way, Bobby! This episode in this movie exists. You bet your sweet ass I saw a lawnmower man. Oh, Teddy. I'll call some guys from my neck of the woods. We're not talking, Brooke, about a couple of queens who know a few grapples. We're talking about Polacks that don't have a goddamn future. You have a stupid heart and a stupid brain. Regular Einstein. You think I'm a coward? You're wrong. I'm not a coward. You're the coward. I'm not a coward. I love cocaine. I do it all the time. I'm sorry, you guys. I don't mean fag like homosexual. I mean fag like retard. I got nukes shooting out of my dick right now. I've got so many nukes. Dick nukes. I mean, look at this buffet of ass. Mouth to dildo, dildo to ass. Ass to ass. Hi, Branch. Anal bees. I'm the goddamn talent, Maze. Look, Gene, I've never told anyone this before. My head! But I can suck my own dick. And I do it a lot. 1038. This movie is shit. You don't know shit. Holy shit, bro. I had the same note, too. I swear to God, both of you guys are the biggest fucking liars in the world. Howdy, howdy, howdy. You should have saved this for the train. All right, au revoir, Lubin. Lisa, solid. Oh, well, mean, why don't you just be like a regular person and dream about regular threesomes? 
like clones. Give me some soul, kids, oh. baby. Hey, beautiful. Oh, dang. Oh, oh. I can't indulge this comparison to a person that I mean may or may not know in a movie that has nothing to do with this podcast. That's some 20th century shit, bitch. We will tangle ass. Say hi to your mother for me. And you will lose. What's the end game? Okay, now everyone's dead. What is fucking Spence from Ballers? Who cares what the end game is? Garbage! I am proud. <laughs> The podcast where we break down the movies you're afraid to admit you love. I'm Zach Harper. That's Amin El Hassan. That's Anthony Mays. Patreon.com slash count the things to get all the extra shit. Cinefeud, holiday movies, all kinds of stuff. No, we don't have one for April Fools, as you've noticed by now, but we did that last year. We did that last year, maybe. Just maybe. We'll have a 420. Oh, so that's huh? the theme. Also. Review this podcast, you jerks. Actually, I would say Boogie agrees. The activation on the reviews has been fantastic. We're getting a bunch of reviews coming in. I don't know if that's an influx of the Levitard Show audience, but whatever it is, keep doing it. If you haven't left a review, go to Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review. I don't care what you say in there. Just leave a five-star review. We'll take it. And if you have a submission for Cinephobe, submit it. Just needs to be 40% or lower on Rotten Tomatoes for the audience or critic score. It's a new month. And April means it's Oscars month. In April, we're picking movies that feature people who have won an Academy Award. I once did an all-fantasy-everything episode in which we drafted movies that were 30% or lower on Rotten Tomatoes that featured an Oscar winner. You know what my five picks were? I believe this is one of them. No, this wasn't. This wasn't one of them. I know that Gone in 60 Seconds is one of them. No. It wasn't. Not one of my okay. picks. Battlefield Earth, Eddie, Masters of the Universe, Ghost Rider, and Hard Rain. Those were my five. Oh, Ghost Rider. Damn it. Wasn't Hard Rain the movie from Bowfinger that they tried to make? That's Chubby Rain. Oh, yeah. No, Hard Rain is the movie that my dad took the whole family to. I can understand how you would get hard and chubby confused to me. That's true. (laughs) My dad took the whole family, me, my sister, my mom, and him, to Hard Rain in the theater. And it is awful. And he swears to this day that it's it's a great movie and that we were wrong on it. Future (laughs) Cinefo with your dad. I get the first pick this month. Usually it's a mean going, but you know we're trying to work out some logistics with other other episodes. And so I took the first pick this month. I tried dipping into my AFE pick bag, and I was trying to do Eddie, but it turns out it's off the internet unless uh, you speak Spanish, German, or Polish, then which it's we on do the not. Internet. Yeah, it's just not in yeah. English. Yeah. So we will do Eddie at another date, hopefully. Yeah, don't um, feel like you watched Eddie in vain. <laughs> No, he didn't. He didn't watch Eddie in vain. If you if you found a working stream for it, you figured it out. But for my pick this month to kick off Oscar month, we're doing the 1997 action adventure horror Anaconda. What the hell did you pronounce it? What is it? Anaconda. No, I didn't. It's yeah, Anaconda. Did. Some basic. It. It, it came across to me as Anaconda. Oh. 
Anna Nicole Smith Conda. Anna Conda stars Conda. Jennifer Lopez, Ice Cube, and Oscar winner John Voight. There it is. John Voight's been nominated four times for an Academy Award, three times for Best Actor. He won Best Actor in 1979 for Coming Home. Oh, so not for Anaconda. Not for Anaconda, surprisingly. In 1996, he had just been in Mission Impossible. In 1997, he was busy with this movie. He was in Rosewood. He was in U-Turn. He was in Most Wanted, yeah. and he was in The Rainmaker. Yeah. Ooh. John Grisham's The Rainmaker. You said yeah. the full title. I'm sorry. I apologize. I should have said John it's Grisham. Christian name. John Grisham's The Rainmaker. John Grisham <laughs> did not die for our sins for you to forget his name when you say he was in The General and Enemy of the State in 1998. And, of course, Varsity Blues is coming out in 1999. Enemy uh, of the State. Most underrated movie of all time. Fight me. That's a great movie. Underrated. Yeah, so underrated. It's and ahead of its time. They knew where we were going with all this shit, all this technology, this digital they footprint bullshit. They, they knew. did. They tried to warn us, but, oh. We don't listen to Will Smith enough. Repeat offender. J-Lo. I wish I knew how to quit you. Previous cinephobe of Money Train in 1995. She was in Jack in 1996, along with Blood and Wine, and then had Selena, this movie, and U-Turn in 1997. Anything for Selena. She would be in Out of Sight and Ants in 1998, and previous cinephobe Gili was six years away. In The Cell. In The Cell. Future cinephobe. That is a movie. Ice Cube had been in Friday in 1995. He was in this movie and Dangerous Ground in 1997. And then had Players Club and I Got the Hookup coming out in 1998. And then Three Kings. We get repeat offender, Owen Wilson in this movie. He's a three-timer. Wow. I wish I knew how to quit you. Just like J-Lo. He's been in Hall Pass and Drill Bit Taylor for previous episodes. He was coming off of Bottle Rocket and Cable Guy in 1996. And then he had Armageddon and Permanent Midnight in 1998. This movie, Anaconda, was his third movie role ever. Pretty hot start to your career there. Yeah. And Armageddon, future cinephobe. Who was he in uh, Cable Guy? I don't remember. He's the he's the guy that she goes on a date with. Oh, yeah. He'd also co-write Rushmore in 98. Eric Stoltz is in this movie for Big Stoltz Head. He had been in <laughs> Jerry Maguire in 1996. He had High Life coming out in 1998. And he was, of course, on Mad About You, Amin's favorite show from 1994 oh. to 1998 as a role player there. The original pick for Back to the Future was Michael J. Fox but he was doing family ties so he couldn't do it so they cast eric stoltz to be marty mcfly and oh they actually have you can go on youtube and watch eric stoltz be marty mcfly i've in a couple seen of that before and thought it was just something they shot as a bit later on i didn't know that no. was original footage that was original footage and he was so bad of course they went back to michael, they went back to michael j fox like are you sure you can't do this which is eric code stoltz. for code for they just dumped a shit ton of money like here how about now and so they ended up shooting most of the movie at night daytime scenes i think were done like on a sunday or some shit like that like by the way there's only like nine people in this movie so we can just go through the whole cast jonathan hyde is in this he was in jumanji in 95 titanic in 97 and the mummy in 1998 that is a run hide your kids hide your wife carrie were big fan of hers she was in terminal justice the worger with uh, (laughs) these clip in the rural from 30 Rock. The Irma Lerman Merman murder. Turn the birds word lurid. The war and the purr of a twirler girl. She would the world word demure. The insurance of law for valor. Wop your car and wara. One fervent world of a turgid error. Rural Jura. Rural Jura. 
I didn't get that reference. Oh, that's a great <laughs> reference, man. You got to watch 30 Rock. She was in Terminal Justice with Lorenzo Lamas in 1996. She was also in the movie <gasps> Thinner. She was in The Undertaker's Wedding in 1997 and Phoenix with Ray Liotta in 1998. I know the name, but I did not remember who she was. We get Vincent Castellanos, not of Tom Brenneman fame, different Castellanos. He was in Crow City of Angels. He played Spider Monkey. <laughs> Mulholland Drive. I'm instantly intrigued. And Master of Disguise. We also get Danny Trejo, who has 402 acting credits on IMDb. Desperado and Heat in 1995 from Dusk Till Dawn in 1996. This movie and Con Air in 1997 and then Replacement Killers and Six Days, Seven Nights in 1998. Zach, you skipped his movie, The Jaguar. Jaguar. He looks so much younger in this movie than he does in any of those other movies. I didn't recognize him. Yeah. To the fact that I never knew he was in this movie until I watched it this time and did the research. His face is considerably less wrinkled. It is. And then a oh. uh, final cast member, Frank Welker, who plays Reptile. What's Welker? <laughs> Frank Welker, who's in Mortal Kombat as Reptile. Oh, how about that? He is a prolific voice actor, and he is the voice of the snake. He's the voice of the <laughs> anaconda in this movie. The anaconda's voice, which is something like this. I'm like, snakes do not make that noise. Anaconda is directed by Luis Yosa. You know Luis from, from directing, from directing <laughs> Sniper and The Specialist. Yeah, yeah. Three writing credits on this one. Hans Bauer, Jim Cash, and Jack Epps Jr. Hans Bauer wrote this movie. He wrote the movie Komodo, which I believe from a basic search is just Anaconda with a Komodo dragon instead. And Titan AE, Jim Cash and Jack Epps Jr. are writing partners. They wrote Top Gun, Turner and Hooch, Dick Tracy, this movie, and Flintstones, Viva Rock Vegas. Real wide range there of successes. Synopsis for Anaconda. A quote-unquote National Geographic film crew is taken hostage by an insane hunter who forces them along on his quest to capture the world's largest and deadliest snake. Tagline, it will take your breath away. You don't like that? No. What about these other taglines? Give it to me. You can't. <laughs> I'm foam rolling. He's foam rolling. Because <laughs> he hurt his back doing radio <laughs> yesterday. That's legitimately what happened. He hurt his back talking while sitting down. <laughs> other taglines for Anaconda. You can't scream if you can't breathe. That's like a weird version of the alien. Also, when you can't breathe. You can't scream. Ah. In space, nobody can hear you scream. Also, it's a scream. Very Wait, there. what? I know. These are the taglines for Anaconda. $45 million estimated budget. Grossed $65.8 million U.S., $136.8 million worldwide. Certified hit. Before we jump into this movie and the reviews, Anaconda is a rental. Oh, no, it isn't. <laughs> What'd you have? Yes. Left? Oh, I had it on IMDb TV with like two oh. commercials in the whole oh. thing. So if you watch it on Amazon Prime, you get it for free. That's right. And I purposely didn't tell you assholes. I just trusted Zach. Payback's a bitch. What a fool I am. I didn't even look for it anywhere else. Payback's I'm mad I didn't buy it. Anaconda receives 37% from critics really? on 51 reviews. Damn. 
24% from the audience on over 250,000 ratings. Nobody liked this movie, apparently. Uh, mean. <laughs> Would you like the positive or the negative reviews? Guys, half fool kind of guy. I don't know what happened to my voice there, so give me the positive. Well, everybody's just thinking about the negative. Well, I think the glass is half full. Everybody thinks it's half empty. What was that? Don't know. My mouth started doing things. Carol Buckland. <laughs> my mouth started doing things. I tried to blow through that stop sign. I just couldn't. Tension? <laughs> Do you feel the tension in the air right now? I got to say, man, I just listened to the Hercules in New York episode uh, yesterday and this morning. Maze is fucking on a streak right now. I haven't, I haven't Banging. listened to it yet. I got, oh my I God. I mean, it. you're going to be blown away. It's so good. My anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hon. Carol Buckland of CNN.com. The monster looks like a maniacal garden hose in a couple of sequences. Still, it delivers the necessary thrills and chills. I was thrilled, but I wasn't chilled. No chills. No chills. Lisa Schwartzbaum of Entertainment oh. Weekly. Oh, she dropped the Schwartzbaum. Anaconda, directed by Luis Yosa, with all the subtlety of a snake oil salesman, is in the great tradition of cinematic cheese, as processed as Kraft Single Slices. Edward Margulies of Movie Line. No single movie in the annals of cheesy aquatic flicks fashioned after Jaws. We're talking Orca, Killer Fish, Tentacles, and Jaws 2, 3, and 4 has ever provided more unintentional laughs than Anaconda. Hmm. Possibly true. Not to be confused with the annals of cinematic history. Baby. Kenneth Turan of LA Times. Turan too hard. Agreed. Anaconda is such a classic comp. How meta. <laughs> By the way, there's a line in this movie. I'm like, holy shit. Oh, yes. Oh, we're going to get to that. I've got the and same the note, greatest, too. It's Lawnmower Man, right? <laughs> Anaconda is such a classic combination of feckless dramaturgy and rampant excess that giving away to giggles is the only sane response. Definitely Tehran too hard. Can we change our podcast name to feckless dramaturgy? I'm in. Motion approved. Urban cinephile critics of urban cinephile. The special effects are stunning, as is John Voight's memorable performances as the sneering evil adventurer whose obsessive calling has transgressed from the priesthood to anaconda hunting. Natural career path. Unnecessary amount of detail for something that is literally never comes up again in the movie. Right. What are you talking about? You fell asleep. Wait, hold on. The fact that he's a former clergy, does that factor back in? Are you kidding me? For real? Bro, let's go. <laughs> Keep it moving. Roger Ebert of Chicago Sun-Times. It's a slick, scary, funny creature feature, beautifully photographed and splendidly acted in high adventure style. Ebert is in on this. That's amazing. Mike Clark of USA Today. It is an art, but it'll crush your bones. That's true. User Pedro C, four out of five stars. See what? Let's see what I can see. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> really didn't even try there. When they tell me about a giant monster movie, the first thing I remember is this. All right. User John B. Four out of five stars. Wow, I gave you the runway and everything. Yeah, what? Where are you, man? No John B. reference? Oh, Damn, sorry. I was texting somebody. Yeah, um, okay, fantastic. Uh, 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 what the fuck is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, baby. I can see in your eyes. I can see it in your eyes. I can buy the way you want me. A solid, I don't know the name of the song. Baby, are you still down? There you go. <laughs> 
a solid call how close simple creature feature cgi looks better than a lot of modern creature movies john voight's performance is a highlight seeing young j-lo ice cube and owen wilson was cool plus the richness of the amazon setting really adds to the movie does it and user hannah r four out of five stars sick sick movie but the boyfriend should have died also what was up with that man he was on one (laughs) who's that man negative reviews at this point of time my thought on critics not liking stuff is then turn it off you fucking weirdo you have so (laughs) many options people who watch an entire project to hate on it Man, it is so weird to me. This fucking guy. Mike Massey of Gone with the Twins. It's bothering me that he comes up so often. How does he know? It, there's got to be an algorithm at work, right? Like, this guy, he's reviewed all these movies, but he never came up before. Right. Until, how would they know, though? I don't know. Enemy of the state, I mean. <laughs> they tried to warn us. Gene Hackman. He was over it. The Hackman. The Hackman. One of those horror films. Hackman. That intends to be serious, scary, and bloody, but turns out laughably hokey. Yes. Steve Newton of Georgia Strait. Ah, uh, theory of relativity. Just to show early on how much danger these folks are in, we get to see the film's titular star squeeze a Black Panther so tight that one of its eyeballs pops out. Oh, man. Oh, he's talking about the anaconda. Oh, I can't wait. He said titular star, and I was like, I mean, masculine, maybe. Tension? I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Derek Adams of Time Out. One never questions the realism of the remarkable animatronic and computer-generated effects, but it's hard to credit a snake that screams. (laughs) That's what I said. That's what I told y'all, man. (laughs) Shouts to Frank Welker. Marty Mapes. Of movie habit. Maybe you like it. Playing to the mapes. Maybe you don't. I was disappointed. <laughs> I didn't know you could get disappointed. I'm going to skip Michael Dakina of the movie report because it references something that we want to get to later on. I think it's the line of meat stalking to. But I wanted you to know that he's in on this. User Dana E, two out of five stars. My anaconda? Don't. Want none unless you got buns, hon. Boo. See, it's not funny when someone else does it. It's only funny when we do it. User Ed D, two out of five stars. I have an American woman now. I have to believe that John Voight owned back taxes or a gambling debt that forced him into accepting this role. Performances by the rest of the cast only served to reveal them as <laughs> graduates of the Sylvester Stallone School of Acting. Ed, Ed, and Ed D. And then user Bill S, one out of five stars. If the snake's really that big, why didn't it just swallow the cast and be done with this crap already? Yeah, Bill Simmons, way to ask the tough questions. All right, Amin. What is your first note? First note is fake-ass Star Wars crawl. Well, on that fake-ass Star Wars crawl, we get tales of monstrous man-eating anacondas have been recounted for centuries by tribespeople of the Amazon basin, some of whom are said to worship these giant snakes. Anacondas are among the most ferocious and enormous creatures on Earth, growing in certain cases as long as 40 feet. Unique among snakes, they are not satisfied after eating a victim. They will regurgitate their prey in order to kill and eat again. Future callback. Yes. JLo first billing. Shots of the Amazon at sunset. Have you guys ever gone to the Amazon River? And if not, would you? Not only just JLo top billing, Ice Cube billing over John Voight. Yeah. About that. That was that was pretty big. But no, I've never been in the Amazon, and no, I do not believe I will go. You know the thing where he talked about at some point about like this parasite that swims up your urethra and then plants yeah. and stuff, and I'm like, 
that's all I ever think about. Like, in the, yeah. I don't want to be anywhere near that. Well, I was watching the first season of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days, and there's this there's this crazy dude who is trying to marry a Brazilian girl who lives like two days up the Amazon River. You have to take a boat two days up the river to get to her little town, which makes me confused how there's like cell phone reception internet there. It's a really small town. But he's so paranoid about everything. He wears like these giant waders when he goes into the river with her and she's just wearing a bikini. And he wears a condom because he's terrified of that thing swimming up his his yeah. dick. He must have seen this movie. And she's just like, you're so embarrassing. But I get it. Also, why, why, why invent that? God, what is that necessary for? Swimming up your dick. My anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. There's a guy panicked on the radio. There are animals in cages freaking out. And my next note, wait, is that Danny Trejo? During the credits, I noticed that the animatronics guy was ahead of the visual effects guy in the credits. Ooh. And that says everything I need to know about this movie. Danny grabs a gun and is boarding up. Then the floorboards are being hit from beneath him and a nail goes flying up in the air in slow motion. I'm He's like, acting his ass off. Of course he, he is. is. He's acting his ass off. Yeah. yeah. He climbs to the top you know, of the tower. He shoots blindly at something. Keeps climbing yeah. to the top of the mast. Then he kills himself. Did you guys know that he's a, I won't say a tiny man, but he is very minuscule. He's not tall. Yes. I was so shocked. I went to a Spurs game and he was there and I was so shocked. This dude is. He's got to be 5'4", right? Something like, like that, right? Yeah. So among people in Hollywood, who is the shortest person who's projected as large? Tom Cruise. No, Tom Cruise doesn't look tall. He doesn't look as short as he actually is. But he also doesn't look tall. Yeah, like Vin Diesel? Hoffman. How tall is Vin Diesel? Well, he's listed at six feet, but I don't think that's true because I feel like The Rock is a foot taller than him. Uh, the other name I was thinking about was Stallone. Yeah. Well, also, like, Arnold's height is lied about on the internet. Yeah. He's not they six foot or above. Two. I'm considerably taller than him. You, have you stood next to Arnold? Yes. When? There's a gym, like a high flutin' gym in downtown Sacramento that he would go to occasionally when he was the governor. Are you a member of this club? I was for a brief time. Oh, man, I thought thought we were past it, but found his way into April. That's on me. That's on, yeah, he that's brought on him me. up. That's I didn't fault. bring him up. That's my fault, yeah. I was so confused at why he killed himself. We didn't even get to see it. I was like, that's not the opening scene I want. Well, they're trying to make a little Jaws action in this, maybe, you know? Yeah, yeah. Cut to Ariu Jungle Hotel in Brazil, deep in the Amazon. J-Lo is on a laptop. Looking at indigenous research. People. On Microsoft Encarta. <laughs> she hears something outside. And I wrote, Amin will comment on her white see-through outfit. Holy shit, that ass. <laughs> that is, that, that's natural. That's 20th century bitch right there. Our, our bad bitches did not have asses that were built in a lab somewhere. It was God-given. And that's how we did things back then. And Jesus Christ, man. God gave us J-Lo and God gave us that parasite that swims up your dick. I'm just telling you right now, man. You know how I told you guys it took me 20 minutes to watch the first five minutes of Batman and Robin. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) My note, Zach, Amin is going to lose it about the cheeks in this scene. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) They're the full cheeks. Oh. From zero cheeks to full cheeks. Eric Stoltz is at the door. He just got into town a few days ago. And Eric's position believes that they can get her and her crew to a certain part of the jungle to shoot their documentary. He is a professor of exposition indeed. He thinks they'll make a good team. 
We found out a piranha attacked him, apparently. You ain't, you ain't got it with piranha. You shat yourself, bro. You shat blood? My anaconda don't. At this point, the first ad comes on, and it's an ad for, like, Toshiba cameras or whatever. But I forgot I was watching it on IMDb TV. And so I was just like, oh, my God, this is really taking a turn. And I was like, oh, it's an ad. I was so thrown off. Next morning, J-Lo says to Ice Cube that somebody's up awfully early. Yeah, well, today's a good day. Ah, ah, he he said, said it. He, he said, said it. it. Is that Ice Cube or is that Exposition Cube? I put Ice Cube's position because he lets us know that not every day his homegirl from SC gets to direct her own documentary. Who talks like that? Nobody talks like that. He's holding a viewfinder because he's a cameraman. Yep. Oh, man. Cube says yes. Eric Stoltz says she made it a pleasure cruise. She says she doesn't mix business with pleasure. Mm. Stoltz is going over routes with Mateo. 55 kilometers out. And Mateo won't be held responsible for something. I couldn't really understand what they were talking about. What is Mateo supposed to be? His accent? <laughs> His accent. He speaks Portuguese later. He speaks Spanish at another point. I'm like, the man Whoa. of the world. Yep, and French. He curses in French. The man of the world. He calls J-Lo chefe. <laughs> is that a word? In any language? Is that supposed to be jefe, but in Portuguese? I think so. Okay. <laughs> I think that's what they were going for. He also looks her up and down. Mateo, low-key, acting his ass on. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. All right. Warren Westridge has a bunch of luggage. He wants Denise, the production manager, to manage his things to his room. Bordeaux, fragile, expensive wine. <laughs> she turns away. <laughs> Owen says it's a sign of respect in some cultures when someone wants you to do that. Tension between Owen and Denise. Can you feel the tension in the air right now? Westridge is dismissive of j Also, why does the voiceover guy need to be there on the trip? Well, so he's kind of a voiceover guy, but he's also kind of a host. He's Richard Attenborough, I mean. But Richard Attenborough don't be going. He'd be going to a studio and record all that shit. He's not swimming well, Yeah, the because shot. they learned from this movie. Oh, that's right. Cube calls Stoltz. A- Damn, Kel, you look like a little low-budget-ass Jacques Cousteau there. Yeah, well, whatever the hell that means. A lot of banter happening right now. And now we're off on the river. River montage. Westridge is narrating and hosting the documentary. It's on one of those last great mysteries of the rainforest, the Shimichara tribe. I didn't have the subtitles on, so I don't know what the actual name of the tribe is. Shirishama. Shirishama. Okay, Shirishama. Racist. Owen asked Denise. Is it just me or does the jungle make you really, really horny? She wants to work. Storm gets crazy and they hear and see someone stranded on the rocks. And Mateo makes a weird acknowledgement. As if you couldn't tell that there might be something up here. Mateo lets you know. Like constantly cutting to him every four seconds. <laughs> and looking nervous. He's looking nervous, but also like, yeah, this is coming together. I don't understand what his motivation is here. What his feelings are about. Because his ass is fully on. John Voigt is the stranded man. He tosses his stuff to the boat, then dives and crashes into <laughs> Owen with an insane <laughs> look on his face. Sleep. I, all I said is acting his ass off with the sleep, man. <laughs> look on his face. They're going to give Voigt a ride to the next village. He knows the people. They'll help him fix uh, his boat. My next note. Oh, no. He's got an accent. Oh, my next note. The Void accent in this movie is an all-timer. 
Oh, he's got a ponytail. Oh, he's got a big time ponytail. Expert spear fisherman. He just uh, stabs that fish. Acting his <laughs> ass off. Boyd apologizes for being a burden. And his adult says, no need to apologize. We're all at the mercy of our machines. Yours broke. Voight makes another insane face, and I wrote, I'm counting insane Voight faces. We're at two. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the classic example of your mom saying, don't make that face or it'll be frozen that way. That's what's happened to John Voight in this movie. I think that's the face of someone frozen in a sneer. When your daughter's fucking Billy Bob Thornton, I think that's the permanent face you have. <laughs> oh, my God. Mateo looks suspicious. Voight is eyeing everybody. Westridge is unsure. Now the storm is clear and they're watching Voight sit on a tree and stab a giant fish with a spear. <laughs> I wrote, are they out of food already? They've been on the river for eight minutes. I think he's just flexing. He's just like, let me get breakfast. <laughs> Take me to the next village, but watch yeah. me spear this fish for no reason. Yes, he is flexing because Denise asked him what goes well with it. She made a salad and he says, a salad would be perfect, little baby bird. <laughs> what the fuck? We find out that Voight is from Paraguay in this. I guess that's the accent. What is this accent and what kind of Paraguayan name is Paul? I've never been to Paraguay, but I'll just have to buy it. You mean Paolo? I'm guessing a German who led World War II and resettled in South America. That was the only day I was going. Ever work in a sushi bar, mister? Saron. Paul Saron. Where are you from, Mr. Saron? Paraguay. Really? I started out studying for the priesthood. But then I needed to see the real world. So I ended up in the jungle. I seem to fit. Tell me, what does a failed priest do in the jungle? Fail? Who says I fail? I didn't fail. I'm sure you didn't. Well, what is your calling now? Snakes. Snakes? I catch them. For Zeus and collectors. Whatever they want. Poaching? Poaching is illegal. He's just hacking the shit out of the fish the He's entire just... time. Acting his ass off. Oh, the oh. shit out of the snake and cutting it up. Can I tell about the people of the mist? You know them? I've seen them. Westridge says, So slurs every other river rat after five whiskeys in any bar in Manaus. Come on, love it. Five whiskeys? That's breakfast on the river. Breakfast on the train, <laughs> tell, that is. Mateo's just sneaking alcohol left and right. More confusing accent. Yes. Boyd in Anaconda or my man, the professor from How High? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we need to get an origin of the professor in How High. He says he's from Paraguay. So I immediately am more confused by his <laughs> accent. I thought he was from the fucking bayou at first. Paraguay? <laughs> <laughs> Denise does make a salad. I don't know where the fuck she got that lettuce. And he calls her little baby bird as a mean mention. Cut to the night and little, or as he says, little baby bird. He never actually <laughs> throws the D in there. Uh, she's dancing. <laughs> Ice Cube is, Ice Cube is smoking. Stoltz and Uh-oh. JLo are working, distracted by so, fireflies. This ain't gonna get you no pussy, dude. I'm talking about Eric Stoltz explaining fireflies. Huh? I don't know, man. I- yeah, they get some firefly mating no, signal I, talk. J Lo likes it. She says, "No pickup lines, no lies, just instinct and nature." Yeah. Now I kind of understand why women hate Hollywood. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> this is what did it. 
This yeah. is the, the, the thing that broke it, broke through for you. This is misogyny, right? Like this whole scene. My next note, Caruso should have had this part. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He would have been great. Yeah. He would have been fantastic. He would have been this. Stolt says he missed her, and then she kisses him. What's up, cinephobiacs or cinephobe listeners or? Whatever you want to call yourself, if you're a listener cinephobe and you're just calling yourself a CTD fan, I don't know. That's not the point. We want to tell you about a fun new thing we're doing every Thursday on the Stereo app. Stereo app is a live social conversation app where you can be a co-host. You can be part of the conversation. You can just listen, whatever you want to do. But what you can do is support us and have fun with us and interact with us on the Stereo app Every Thursday for Count the Dings, we're going to have Cinephobe content. We're going to have mailbag content. We're going to have after shows for the Cinephobe episode that just came out that week. You know, we put stuff out on Wednesday, Thursday night. Boom. A Cinephobe after show. Talk about all the stuff that happened in the recording, all the stuff that maybe we couldn't say. You'll get an exclusive right there on the Stereo app. And it's easy. Just download the Stereo app and follow me at Stereo.com slash TalkHoops. Follow Amin at Stereo.com slash Darth Amin. We're all on there and we're all going to have these fun, interactive after shows. It's like a live show, but it's on the Stereo app. And the way you can really help us is when you go to Stereo.com slash Talk Hoops or Stereo.com slash Darth Amin, make sure we're the first show you listen to. Again, we're starting it this week, every Thursday. Download the app, download the Stereo app in whatever smartphone store you got and come check us out as the first show you listen to Thursday night. You're going to help us out. You're going to be able to get some extra content and we're going to have a lot of fun. It's a lot of interactive. Talk to us, ask questions, make fun of us, whatever. And we'll talk about how much we hate each other from that week's episode of Cinephobe. So make sure you hang out with us on Stereo.com slash Talk Hoops, Stereo.com slash Darth Mean. Follow all of us. Get notified every time we go live. Let's have some fun like it's a live show, baby. Next, we get snake vision. That's always a POV shot at an angle on the surface of the water. Uh, snake cam. Love me some POV. Gonzo! A giant snake head is stalking a panther. The snake wraps around the panther because apparently the panther has no awareness. It just wraps him up like a slap bracelet. The look of surprise <laughs> on the panther's face. Like, I didn't is... know animals could look shocked. <laughs> this one was like, what? <laughs> Notice. It's just two puppets fucking. The panther has the surprise look of someone who just got a finger slipped in their ass without knowing it was coming. Exactly. Ah! <laughs> Tension. I know I can. The look of shock on its face when it dies. <laughs> oh my god, I wish this was a visual medium. I wish it wasn't just a podcast. <laughs> You have to find this movie if you're listening to this. I like we can't do it justice. The look on the panther is surprised, <laughs> like, like its father came back from the dead. Like that's the look of the panther. The panther was squeezed so hard, its eye pops out like Puff and Max Dog from its always sunny. So there's two people shaking a snake puppet and a panther puppet in the foreground, and then we slowly pan in on an eyeball sitting on a leaf. Then transition. Beautiful transition to Westridge chipping golf balls. And the golf ball looks like the eyeball. Look at that. It does. How about that? Ice Cube's listening to, I think, himself rap. No, it's Mac 10. Full oh, life. Mac 10. Oh. And let me tell you something. That was a fucking banger of a song. Mm-hmm. And also, man, what a good friend Ice Cube is. He's like, hey, we're going to do this scene. And he's listening to music and it's throwing off my man who's trying to 
Yeah. I mean, the guy got paid off of that shit, man. Of I, course, like, yeah. A, I was like, yo, that's a, that's a good-ass fucking friend right there. Westridge turns down the music. Cube turns it back up. Westridge tries to turn it down again and gets his hand slapped. Well, Westridge is five feet from the golf net, but he keeps shanking it wide, and it's because he's blaming it on the distracting music. It's distracting nigger jungle bunny music. Whoa! Whoa! He didn't say that, Whoa! but that was... <laughs> Oh, I mean, that, that was... Sorry, I mean, can you say that again in a British accent? That was a hard NY on that bunny. Yeah, yeah. bunny. I could cheerfully hire someone to kill you. A local tribesman, perhaps. $50 should do it. You and whose army? I could kill you for free right now. John Voight tells J-Lo, it's just around the bend for the tribespeople. There's a wood carving of a snake. Snoltz sees the snake totem. This totem is sure shama. Sure shama worship giant snakes. Anacondas. Anacondas. Ah, ah, he, he said, said it! He said it! Stoltz knows the tale and cuts him off, says it's a legend of a different tribe. He well actually is the fuck out of Paul right there. We've got a pissing contest, boys. <laughs> they get Westridge filming the totem, and he says it's up for debate on the origin, and then Boyd <laughs> just cuts right in front of the camera. <laughs> Why did he, he knows do that? What he, knows. he says he knows what he knows to leave him at the next village, and I wrote, and then he joined basketball Twitter shortly after. <laughs> <laughs> Unfollow. Owen and Denise are off to record some uh, wild sound slash fuck. Oh, yeah. Some wild sound. That's what they call it. Wait, pretending yeah. to be asleep. Makes an insane face. Number three. Oh, the slow pan to... The tension on his face. Paul in a hammock sneering his fucking ass off, boys. He definitely just busted nut. The look on his face. <laughs> I mean, there's no other way to describe it. Denise is amazed by the sound in the jungle. And she wants to fuck Owen in the jungle. And someone's watching them, it looks like. And I wrote, is the snake beating off? What's happening here? My anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. Owen, I thought he was maybe smoking weed. And he's got the sick puka shells necklace. 20th century, bitch. Oh, yeah, big time 20th century, bitch. (laughs) Denise then hears silence and something's attacking them. They start running away. John Voight has a rifle. He fires it right at them. Stoltz grabs his gun, hears some screams. Everybody's investigating, and then John Voight is dragging a wild boar. Of course. Owen Wilson is amazed. What a shot. Wow. Wow. Yeah, he is that very amazed. Boar How heavy is a wild minimum boar? of 250 pounds, right? That's what I'm saying. He's dragging it rather, rather easily, I would say. He says they gore with the tusks. <laughs> wild boar. Goes with its dust. Go for the eyes. <laughs> the wild boar takes its prey down to market. <laughs> Stoltz orders that everybody stay on, on board. No exceptions. And that's, that's what Point said. That's a smart idea. <laughs> we get insane face number four. Paul and Mateo are going to go butcher the boar. Food for a week. And Ice Cube says, food? Is that another good day reference? Breakfast with no hog? It's gotta be, right? Westridge listening to opera and golfing the next day. Stoltz is shaving while looking through binoculars. He is so much better now that he's listening to his own music. That's all he needed. And now ominous music plays as the rope gets caught on the boat. And Mateo gets blamed. He starts cussing in French, and that's when I go, where is he from? Stoltz says he'll cut them loose. Voight says that he should do it because in this river, it can kill you a thousand ways. And Stoltz says he can handle it. A thousand ways. That's the only thing I'm really afraid of okay. is a kandaroo or a Q. Can do what? Kandaroo or a Q. It's a tiny little catfish. Swims up into your urethra. Finds a nice warm spot. Spreads its thorny little spines. Refuses to budge. Ouch. 
Got to cut it out. That's it, man. I'm getting the hell back to LA. This ain't getting you no pussy either. Gets in the water in scuba gear. You have a scuba? Oh. Happy as the hippo? Mateo kind of looks like Cloud. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and then sometimes they speak the same language. Cutting the rope loose from the propeller, looking around the river. J-Lo is rubbing her <laughs> neck for something. I don't know what she was doing, but John Voight is staring yeah. at her, making yep. insane faces number five and six as he just <laughs> stares at her, rubbing herself, and she's looking at him, staring right at her. It's just this intimate shot of, you know, J-Lo's sweaty and oh, let me put my hair up but it's getting kind of hot here and then the slow pan slow pan to, to paul golden dumpster he, he's gotta be he's gotta be six feet away from her it's right there is he's right there that's the problem now stoltz is struggling underwater and i wrote is it the dick catfish my anaconda don't you see him struggling cube dives in to get him cube good friend Owen goes in after him. Voight watches. They drag him onto the boat. He's not breathing. Mateo pulls a wasp out of Stoltz's mouth. Wasp. Deadly. Poisonous. Mateo is horny for this wasp. Voight grabs a pen, empties it out, pours whiskey on the neck. They cut open his throat. They put the pen tube in there, and now he's breathing again. Yeah, he's a former priest, not a former doctor. How does he know how to do a tracheotomy real quick? And again, I did fall asleep later in this movie, so I would just feel like it would have been better if he had been a former doctor than a former priest. Yes. Like, that would have come in handy a lot more ways. Disagree. Voight says he's going to be all right, and then Mateo makes an insane face, but I'm not counting Mateo faces. Stoltz is in recovery on the boat. J-Lo is shook. Cube says the radio doesn't work, and then Voight says they need to get him to a hospital. Now, is he going to be all right, or do they need to get him to a hospital? I don't know, because he says that he has, like, a day. They can't double back. He gives them a route that's going to save them 50 miles. And J-Lo says, that's the route you suggested yesterday. Look at that. How convenient. That's a different reason. Then Cube tells her he doesn't know about this dude. J-Lo asks, what choice do they have? You know? That's good writing. There's a barrier on the river. Voight says it's new, but no cause for panic. He's got dynamite. Mateo is glistening. Ice Cube's the only person in this movie who doesn't sweat. Everybody else sweating constantly. Ice Cube. Dry as the Sahara. Cold as ice? Mateo says, I can blow it in 10 minutes. What but now? if you're feeling sensitive, we can turn around and lose two days. Up to you. Oh, for God's sake, blow the bloody thing. Tension. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. And Owen Wilson says, wow, is that real dynamite? <laughs> <laughs> Snake totems are next to the wall. Owen is in the water placing dynamite on the barrier. Something's stalking him. Aren't they a little close? Like, they put the dynamite, and then they just, like, walk back a couple of feet. Is that a little too close? It's way too close. As we see shortly, they were too close. Wait, pulls him up. He says, there's something down there. That's all right. No, I really mean it. I really mean it, too. (laughs) After it blows, snakes are all over the boat. Small ones. It takes out their inflatable raft, knocks Five gallons of fuel into the water and rains baby snakes all over the boat. Dynamite. That's what happened. Babies. All of them babies. Well, how do we get them off the boat? Come on, babies. Come on. Thank you, Mama. Come on. There's a tiny one biting the finger of Westridge. He creepily pulls it off Westridge's finger. Some of these are babies. Wow. <laughs> They're wow. out of fuel in 100 miles. That'll have to do. Void is the captain now. J-Lo is checking on Stoltz with Cube. She's questioning Voight's intentions. J-Lo says, I don't know what's going on, and then describes everything that just happened in this movie. Thanks for the recap, J-Lo. <laughs> in case you missed it. Maybe she was doing it for a meme. Maybe she thought, hell, this guy's going to fall asleep. Someone's going to fall asleep. Well, I got a recap. I appreciated <laughs> uh, it. 
Voight sees an abandoned boat, says there might be fuel. Lots of boats like that on the river. He fires a rifle into the air, tells Mateo to come with him. Cube's going to go get it all on film. I get the distinct impression nobody's home. Planted Mateo POV of the river. and Voight have a thing going. That is my note. Not like, a, a, like an Not agreement tension. or whatever. No, tension. That's what oh, I Oh, there is tension. <laughs> They're talking. Yeah. Cube, Mateo, and Voight are uh, wading in the water to the boat. Cube is suspicious of something in the water. He's got so much gear. We see that it's Danny Trejo's place. Voight tears down the newspaper clipping that's got a picture of him on it with Danny Trejo. And Mateo and a huge snake. My anaconda don't. No wonder Paul and Mateo had so much tension to me. Uh, because of that huge always, snake. Always a big snake between it, if you know what I mean. Baby. Talking dicks. What? Voight finds a gun in a trunk? What was that? Makes insane face number seven. I also just noticed that he has the scar on his right temple Yeah. in this scene. He points it out. Later on, he points it out. But at this point, I just noticed it. And it looks like a snake. He and Cube take away the trunk. Mateo's following, but then he just falls in the river for some reason. Oh, my God. <laughs> he yelps. I was like, wait, I had to rewind. I thought, did he get attacked? Like, no. Then he just, no, he just <laughs> he falls hilariously off of the platform. He goes, ah! and he just flails. Like, ah! Anaconda snatches, wraps him, squeezes him, breaks his neck. When it squeezes him, his feet shoot up out of the water. Like when the doctor hits your knee with the hammer. Yeah, that's some good physics right there. They call for Mateo. Cube says he's going back. And Voight says, maybe some other time. When J-Lo says to go with him, the snake is eating Mateo. Cube finds Mateo's flashlight. J-Lo's nervous, calling for Cube. No response, but now he's headed back. Cube couldn't find him. Then John Voigt unrolls an anaconda skin that's got to be 30 feet. Just looks like he throws a carpet at Ice Cube. And right. Anaconda skin. It looked like he had a CVS receipt. That's what it looked like. <laughs> it's three or four years old. Made a meal of their dear captain. J-Lo says, snakes don't eat people. Well, they don't. <laughs> that's when he strokes his scar with the middle finger. John voice position. Takes over here. Anacondas are a perfect killing machine. They have heat sensors. A warm body like Mateo's. In the water. Wasn't hard to find. <laughs> they strike, wrap around you, hold you tighter than your true love, and you get the privilege of hearing your bones break before the power of the embrace causes your veins to explode. Snakes don't kill people. People kill people. And he says Mateo's probably just lost. Western's guys, wake up! Are you insane? Where do you think he went? A walk in the woods? He's going for it here. <laughs> this dude wants to, he's like, you know what? Fuck John Voight. I'm coming for the acting his ass off. I'm going ass off here. Oh, Jonathan Hyde is in the mix, man. Don't he's going me out of monster. I didn't even I, I, J-Lo says they can't be sure. They'll wait until the morning. Western starts freaking out. They need to get out of there. J-Lo says they'll aim some lights at the boat. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I love when he does this shit where he trolls the people by agreeing with their decisions. (laughs) (laughs) It's nighttime and it's pouring again. Denise says she's not sure. John Voigt didn't eat the captain. He looks satiated. Owen says, let's go to bed. Danger. Danger is exciting. Hungary? No, 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 no. It's danger. Danger is assisting. He lets Owen know that if you catch one alive, it could be worth a million dollars. Wow, a million dollars. Boy, does reptile tranquilizer the next day. He puts it in a dart as he looks at J-Lo sleeping. <laughs> he smiles and says, still no Mateo. Next day, Owen is looking at a drawing book of Voight's called Serpent's Assassin. 
motherfucker just been doodling. He's a talented artist. Yeah, he's really he's good, a- actually. Great artist. Why did he write it in English? It's a good question. Wow, it's maybe it's like he's not from Paraguay. <laughs> I'm telling you, he is Gambit's dad. He is part of the fucking X-Men universe. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Personally, the pandemic, I thought I was handling it really well at first. And then after a few months, I got really down. I stopped working out. I stopped kind of doing the things I needed to do to keep my my mental health really good. I stopped like really interacting with a lot of people and realized like I was in a rut and I needed help. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read the testimonials that are posted daily. And you can visit betterhelp.com slash ding. That's better, H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Special offer for Count the Ding's listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash ding. John Voight shoots a little monkey off a tree, using it for bait. Jayla says, not on her boat. You speak for everybody? Gary, she speak for everybody? Man, he just threw Gary under the bus, man. Yeah, Owen <laughs> wants to salvage this. Like, fuck, man. Film of uh, Voight capturing the big stake could be huge. Owen's on Team Voight. Have you lost your mind? Have I lost my mind? No, I haven't lost my mind. If anything, I'm completely lucid right now. I think it's you guys who need to open up your eyes. Yo, hold up. How we go from... Taking Kale to the hospital to catching a goddamn snake. Do you know where you are? You're in the middle of the jungle. Okay, all you guys do is you question and you criticize. But just remember, you don't know shit about the shit we're in out here. And neither do I. Okay? But I guarantee you I know who does. This guy. Paul has been here. And if we help him catch this snake, then he will help us get out of here alive. And that, amigos, is not insanity. That is common freaking sense. Denise says it isn't him. Imagine the money. Captured on film for the first time ever. Cube says he's going to throw both of them in the river. Then Voight fires a gun at the table next to him. Voight and Owen now own this boat. J-Lo is apoplectic. He tells them to occupy themselves and play cards. They fast forward 14 hours in this movie constantly. Every scene is 14 hours later. And the entire time, Eric Stoltz is just passed out. With a presumably poison in his mouth and a straw in his throat. Night <laughs> time. And the tension, different tension, I mean, is through the roof. Voight caught the snake. This thing is massive and it's screaming. The snake is screaming. Right <laughs> oh, it puts lights on it. Voight says to blind it. Why? Why do you have to blind the snake? Buenas noches, beautiful. The tail knocks Cube to the ground as he's about to stab John Voight. Knife flies off the boat. It takes Voight down, and it's lost in the river. Then it pops out. It spits the monkey at Westridge. It turns its head, and Voight dives to the rifle. (laughs) Yo, that was so disrespectful, man. (laughs) 
it just spat that fucking monkey in his face. You have to just take it. Also, is it just me or is that a vagina in the snake's mouth? Oh, the 100% of vagina, yeah. Oh, yeah. The snake opens its mouth and it's just like, that's a pussy, right? I can see the clit and everything. Yeah, if you were ever having trouble finding the clit, look at this snake's mouth and it'll all make sense. Oh, I didn't see it in there, guys. I do love that it pops out of the water without a monkey and then spits the dead monkey into his face. <laughs> He's just dripping wet waiting for it. Base, I don't know if you remember from earlier in the movie, but uh, it regurgitates. Future callback. And likes to eat twice. Yeah. J-Lo runs into the boat cabin. The snake comes flying through the window like a fucking velociraptor yeah. in Jurassic the Park. Way, the way uh, that snake crashed through the window to get at J-Lo, I said my dick did the same exact thing. <laughs> J-Lo turns around and then Voight fires a tranquilizer dart into the vagina mouth. No. Its tail is either flailing about like Teddy Rex just tripping everyone <laughs> or it's extendoing like it's launched out of a gun to get places. I was so this is saying to yell cookie and wait for a chocolate chip cookie <laughs> to fire into its mouth. Ah, <laughs> oh, cookies. Yum, 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 yum. Uh, <laughs> trivia for you guys. During the filming of one scene, the controls for the Anaconda shorted out Causing it to completely lose control, and they kept the footage. Wow. Wow. Knocks Denise off the boat with its tail. Tail flail. It dives in after. So does Owen. When Denise falls in the water, the snake turned around like a human would because it noticed something, somebody fell in the water. The look on his face like, what was that? Oh. It just it was so natural. She gets pulled up. As Owen is getting on the boat, it snatches him by the face. <laughs> it makes some really incredible noises as it's trying to eat him. And then Voight takes the rifle from J-Lo before she can shoot the snake. It catches Owen by the face. It loves to catch people by the face. My anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. And then it always does like a 720 corkscrew real quick. Yeah. And then it like rears back. And I thought it was going to, you know, bite him in the face. No, it gets him in the dick. And then Owen's like, oh, <laughs> clearly came. I mean, what did you? Owen is into the river with the snake. Denise is scream crying. J-Lo is comforting her awfully close to the edge of this boat, considering what just happened. Right? Like, they're just standing by the edge. you got to be inside at that point. And then Paul does a half-assed prayer for the dead. Oh, yeah, he's a failed priest. Starts speaking in Latin. Oh, Call that's back. why. Back. Yeah. Oh, my God. Kari says, you brought the devil. And he says, there's a devil inside everyone. Horrible. No, Maze. He says, there's a little devil inside everyone, huh? What I mean? There's a devil inside everyone. He makes insane face number eight. Boyd orders Westridge to take his gear to the cabin. Westridge is offended. I'm not your bloody poodle. And Voight slaps the fuck out of him, pulls a gun, and oh orders him God. again. Pap, pap. Presume, and then he just slaps him. <laughs> Tells everybody else, don't move. He and Q bean mug each other a little bit. Cube is remarkably not sweating for a guy this heavy in the Amazon. I don't understand how he stays so dry. Shot of the snake underwater with the outline of Owen saying, wow, inside his body. Wow, it's a, it's a pretty Owen-sized bulge, wow. J-Lo's now putting makeup on. Goes yeah. up to the pilot house, taps on the door, and John Voight lets her in. I just want to talk to you, she said, and I bust. His mouth hasn't closed once in this movie. <laughs> he leans back. He's got a little lean back when he's like, ah. It doesn't close and it doesn't move when he talks. He's basically doing like a ventriloquist the entire time. She wants to talk. She was uh, thinking about the myth. I don't know if you know this, but this film was supposed to be my big break, but it's turned out to be a big disaster. 
It so sure has meta. Gino. Meta. So yeah. meta. That's what Michael Dukina noted in his review. She wants to film him capturing the snake. She's seducing them. He says it could be dangerous. Says they need protection. You need protection? You need protection? It's been a long time since I had a woman. Since I had a woman. He kisses her as Cube sneaks up. He sees Cube in the mirror. Conveniently placed mirror. Their rear view mirror is on a boat. I didn't know that. In case someone's trying to pass you. Yeah, and it's like on the ceiling looking at the door. Yeah. <laughs> he pulls a gun on Cube, then kisses her again. Kisses her again. Golden Dumpster. Goodness. Dumpster. The second kiss. Golden Dumpster number two. You think I'm stupid? You want to get stupid? At a certain point, he just starts doing a Tony Montana <laughs> impression halfway through this movie. Then Westridge smashes through the window with a golf club, hits him on the head, and Voight makes insane face number nine as he's going unconscious. And Westridge says, as hell in one. <laughs> he didn't need classical opera music this time. Got a time up now. Not throw him in the river. POV shot under the water again. Next day and Voight is coming too. J-Lo has the newspaper clipping. She recap expositions what really happened again, in case you didn't realize. All the coincidences. She recaps it for a mean once he wakes up. And then he says, how could you forget about the wasp? The wasp. <laughs> Insane face number 10 before she punches him. She can trap snakes too. Ha! Because he's a snake. I can trap snakes too. That's how she says <laughs> He says that she can't survive. Denise is having a breakdown. Like, this woman is just unhinged. And then we get a shot of Eric Stoltz, and I legitimately forgot he was on the boat and in this movie. Yep. Me too. I was like, oh, that's right. Westridge is now teaching Cube how to drive the boat. And Cube gets to take it for a test drive. It's a dawdle, like driving a Cadillac Fleetwood. I do not like that. I was waiting for him to say, it's like driving a Brom. A mellow <laughs> Brom. I do love this banter here. Take us back to civilization. Shit. No problem. <laughs> Take us back to crisp sheets and hot showers. Your playoffs in a six pack. 18 holes of golf and a quadruple gin and tonic. LA traffic and my cellular phone. Don't start. <laughs> banter. <laughs> And 20th century bitch. (laughs) They really come together. Nothing like a giant snake killing a couple of their friends to bring the cultures together. Who says cellular phone? They did back in the day, man. We did. Cellular phone was a thing. I had a friend who used to call ATMs versatellers. No. no, I swear to God. He would always say, like, I've got to go to the versateller. No, he didn't. I swear. I swear. No. No, this is like the episode of Family Guy where Brian's dating an older woman. You can leave my apartment key on the Davenport. Here? No, the Davenport, the Chesterfield. On this? No, does that look like a divan to you? Here? Ugh, leave them on the Schiffer robe. You know what, just take your keys. I don't know what the you're talking about. No, he, he legitimately said versatility all the time. Why? I don't know. We're not friends anymore, so it doesn't matter. They're at a waterfall now. Voight says the legend was right. The boat comes up on some rocks. It's stuck. They've got to shut it down. Stuck just like that boat in the Suez Canal. They're going to have topical. They're going to have to wench themselves loose. I guess it was topical about two weeks ago by the time you listen to this episode. Paul is sneering his ass off. They've got to get in the water. Westridge into the water says, Last time I was in water like this, I was up all night picking leeches off my scrotum. <laughs> J-Lo in the water the other way. Denise just watching. Not helping out at all. She walks up to Voight with a knife. Are you B- behind pray? her back, like I don't know why she's hiding it, yeah. but he's tied up. Never look in the eyes of those you kill; they will haunt you forever. I know, I know. She starts crying. He then this <laughs> move. He's tied with his 
arms around the pole. He jumps up like the video of those offensive linemen who jump out of a pool onto the ledge. He jumps up and fucking wraps his legs around her. To be clear, I don't think people listening are going to really imagine a man sitting on the floor on his ass, you know, kind of legs out in front of him with his hands tied behind his back around a pole. Yeah, his whole body is tied to the pole. His whole body, that's right. He grows rockets out of his ass to leap directly, because you're still tied to the pole, directly upward, like traveling yeah. along the rail to at least shoulder height of a minimum bro, an adult yeah. American yeah, woman. She's got to be what, 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, something like that? Something, yeah. something like that. The legs that were out are now around her wrapped around her like he's an anaconda my anaconda don't squeezing the life out of her while making face number what zach this, this would be face number 10 i believe and muttering in latin future callback because he's a priest squeezes the life out of her baby bird uh, he then kicks her into the water they hear the splash but don't know what it is snake is in and the water going after and they don't investigate, and they no, don't of, course investigate. Not. of course not why would they Wester's distracts the snake and starts swimming away. It's going after him now. He starts climbing the waterfall rocks as Voight cuts himself loose. Voight attacks Cube and then grabs the gun from J-Lo. Cube knocks the gun out of his hand, punches him. J-Lo grabs the gun. He throws something at her. I don't know what that was. He stabs Cube in the leg, and the snake is coming through the waterfall to peek at Westridge. He then jumps off the falls, and the snake catches him, wraps him in midair, as it squeezes him, the tree falls, everybody hears it, and it crashes into the boat as Eric Stoltz stirs. I rewound this waterfall sequence a few times here. I actually thought that Westridge was going to get away for a second, but no. This anaconda reaches down and catches him by the face! You fool! You thought Westridge was going to out-jump that anaconda. What movie have you been watching? To get killed later! I wasn't expecting the mid-air robbery by the anaconda. Get him in center field. J-Lo's back on the boat. Cube is stuck in some bushes or something. I can't tell how he got stuck. Denise floats to the surface between them, and the snake bites and wraps Cube. J-Lo shoots the snake in the head like three fucking times. <laughs> the snake screams and then sinks into the water. <laughs> <laughs> it's eating the dead corpse, too, of Kari that floated up. Cube is pulled aboard as Voight tackles J-Lo. He's about to shoot her and then stoltz. Out of nowhere, stabs Voight with the dart. And how do I know that he stabbed him with the dart? Because before Voight even looks at it, he says, dart! Dart! Yes. Insane face number 11. All it took to wake up Eric Stoltz was a giant tree falling on the boat. This is the part where I thought the movie's over. Like, (laughs) they're going to escape and that's it. Right. Snake dead. Voight defeated. Stoltz hero should be done it's not cube punches him he falls into the river cube gives exposition of the dart coming out of his back for some reason some good foreshadowing by ice cube's position they get stoltz back to bed and now he's knocked cube says the the tree knocked them loose he's getting them out of there we yada yada that part and there's a shot of the boat moving away from the rock but did you guys notice that the waterfall is going backwards in the background because they just played the footage in reverse wow i didn't notice that q finds some abandoned building and they're looking for fuel he's limping more than arnold was in a racer after a stripper pole went through his leg shout out to juju Gotti. a stripper pole j-lo finds a gun says she doesn't even want to know what happened here 
What? I'm just laughing that the Anaconda and Paul are both going to come back. <laughs> we get a spinning shot of the river surface for some reason. I couldn't understand that artistic expression. Cube and J-Lo look through the place. Might be fuel in some of the drums. She finds some shedded snakeskin. There's plenty of fuel. And that's when Voight sneaks up behind them, says Wickham, and knocks them out with the butt of the gun. Probably knocks them both out with one swing of the butt of the gun there. You knocked me out too. <laughs> you fell asleep at this point? This is the part where I fell asleep. <laughs> they come too, and they're tied up, sitting back to back on the ground. Monkey blood drained <laughs> into a bucket. Voight grabs the bucket. He walks over them and douses them with an obscene <laughs> amount of monkey blood for one tiny bucket. How many monkeys worth is that? Like seven? I cannot stress enough how many monkeys had to have died to fill up this much monkey blood. <laughs> oh, As many monkeys as there were in that pile in After Earth. <laughs> They say, they say, I'm going to kill you. Said, Don't get me upset. He then does the LeBron powder toss of some <laughs> ashed up bones. He says it's human bones. That's how it comes out. And then he says ashes to ashes. Because he's a former priest. <laughs> Climbs up a ladder. And almost immediately, the anaconda comes for them from above. So that's a different anaconda, right? Yeah. So this movie should have been called Anacondas. Well, that would have been a spoiler. Trying to hop away. It wraps them both up with the tail. The tail this time, yeah. Voight watches. Insane face number 12. He's basically jacking it as he watches Anaconda go after them. (laughs) He jumps down and pulls up a net. Like Action Jackson. Capturing all three of them. (laughs) Fucking Ed. (laughs) Mr. Ed. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow this net works. Grabs the trank gun and he can't get a clear shot. Then the net breaks free. He shoots it. He climbs the ladder. It wraps itself all the way around the ladder going up, bites his neck, pulls everything down. This thing is so fast when it wants to be, man. Cube pulls the net and traps him. The snake bites and wraps him again. It breaks his neck. Insane face 13. It now unhinges its jaw. Baby. And we see an inside the throat view of Voight getting eaten. This is next level. Nice. This is beyond POV here. Oh, man. Inside the throat shot? It's like combining POV with the inside the fridge shot. Oh, it's fantastic. J-Lo and and Cube break free. The snake knocks Cube down. It's after her because I guess it's vengeful at this point. I don't really know. Like, it's it's really wants her, though. I mean, they both have monkey blood on them. I guess. Yeah, that's a fair point. It's chasing her everywhere. Snakes everywhere for uh, Indiana Jones here. It regurgitates Voight oh my God. as his body then is just kneeling in front of her. He winks at her in Sane Face 14 and she runs oh away. Oh my God, the wink. <laughs> I'm mad that I missed this. Cube says, you got to chase it up the smokestack. He then puts a pickaxe through its tail. She goes climbing through the top and Cube says, I think I can blow it up. Pours I woke up for this part. He pours the fuel. She can't get through the gate. The fuse is lit. He traps it some more. And then he's giving her instructions how to get out of there while standing directly in the blast zone. He's under her. He just set this thing to fucking explode. The logistics of this scene are quite tough. The gigantic snake is being held in place by a pickaxe through its tail into some wood. Also, how fucking dumb is she? She's pushing, like, (laughs) on the wrong part of the... It's It's like a child lock. He's like, squeeze it from the sides. Yeah. (laughs) I bet he did. 
it breaks through. She's hanging on the outside with the rope. The stack blows up. She falls to the ground. The stack crumbles. We see the inferno of the anaconda drop to the river, screaming. And then it screams in the water. Flaming snake flies out of the smokestack, which J-Lo just repelled off of easily. And then it lands in the water, but it's still on fire. This snake is persistent. Persistent? 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 I think you probably could have just gotten away with persistent. Q pulls her out and the snake sinks into the water. I guess it's dead at this point. I don't know. They talk about getting the fuel again. They like they keep talking about, well, we should go back and get the fuel. It's like the snake is still out there. Snake bursts through the dock. Cube puts an axe through its head, calls it a bitch. Then the snake <laughs> screams and falls into the river again. Bitch. Apparently Eric Stoltz is no longer in need of a hospital because he's just chilling now. They all come across the tribe of the mist. All was right after all. Cube gets the camera. Now they're rivering into the sunset. Roll credits, everybody. Nice. Maze, you got some trivia for us? The Amazonian film shoot was occasionally disrupted by the fact that several cast members were deathly afraid of snakes. I am shocked that they actually went to Brazil. Yeah, no, I was like, why? Of all the things that you really didn't need to be on location for, this movie. Like, they could have saved... So much money. Contrary to popular rumor, the movie was not filmed in the Dominican Republic. Most of the scenes were filmed on the Rio Negro near Manaus, Brazil. The rest were filmed at the L.A. Arboretum. Oh, no, that's Arboreum. Arboreum is Arbor. Are you being serious? I think it's an Arby's. The CGI for the anacondas cost $100,000 per second. My anaconda don't. Which is almost as much as Arnold cost in Batman and Robin. (laughs) Julian Anderson and Juliana Margulies turned down the role of Terry Flores. Wow. Wow. Of course, they were the stars of X-Files and ER at the time, which is just like how... Joel Schumacher wanted David Duchovny or George Clooney for Batman and Robin. Yeah, can't escape it. The 90s was just like, what's on TV? What's on network television? Let's get that guy. Put them in a movie. They'll be cheap. Caruso. (laughs) Caruso, right, exactly. All Caruso experience. The Caruso thing went so well, let's do it again. Christelle, Beluga, Wolfgang Puck. It's a fuckhouse. A stationary animatronic of the anaconda featured in the movie was on display at the California Academy of Sciences in San Francisco. Its tail had the skin taken off, revealing the skeletal structure of the snake and the inner workings of the animatronic. So there's like a pretty good chance that I saw that on a field trip. Okay. We used to go to that place all the time. Sean Connery, Tommy Lee Jones, John Malkovich, and Gene Reno turned down the role of Paul Cerrone. Jean Reno. What's that? Jean Reno. Gene Reno. Gene Reno sounds like a, a real estate agent who like is number one on the West Side. No offense to Sean Connery, Tommy Lee Jones, or John Malkovich. None of them would have been as good as Voight. Only one person could have done this job you think, other than you John think, Voight, and it's Nick Cage. This is the same movie as Primal. Hold on. Yeah. Do you guys think that the, the faces were written in the script? Hell no. Or was that him kind of like ad I think he was masturbating, and they just zoomed in. The ponytail wasn't written in the script either, just for the record. He just showed up to the Amazon. He's like, you fuckers have four days to shoot this. Go. He spent a month in a Paraguayan church getting ready for this part. <laughs> one of the bits that we haven't done in a while is, oh, he didn't even know he was in a movie. I don't, I don't just, think John Boyd knew. Just following him around. On I think he actually is a snake hunter. 
<laughs> he definitely was making those faces. And you guys might be surprised to learn this, but uh, the anacondas in this movie are not totally accurate. What? The one we see is 40 feet long. In real life, they're about 17 feet long. We see it hunting in broad daylight and moving from water to land with no problem. But in real life, they're nocturnal and spend most of their lives in the water and are, quote unquote, cumbersome on land. And they don't attack humans. You don't tell me what I know. I know it. Take me to the next village. (laughs) But they do practice cannibalism. And female anacondas are known to consume smaller male anacondas. My anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. F. Murray Abraham turned down the role of Westridge. Fuck, that would have been good. And the blood of monkeys that Saron throws at Terry and Danny was made with jelly and plum juice. All right. Breathe in through nose, out the mouth. Ask on, ask off. Teddy Rex, Moosey Teddy Rex. Ass on, fuck it, ass off. Ass on, fuck it, ass off. My nominees for ass on: Vincent Castellanos as Mateo. Yeah, I mean that's that's an easy one right there. Or Eric Stoltz as Doctor Stephen Kale. Oh, I hate Eric Stoltz. My my vote's going Eric Stoltz. Really? Yeah. Oh, I fucking hate him. Eric Stoltz does spend most of the movie. <laughs> passed out asleep to the point where we all forgot that he was in this movie. I guess I believe that he was asleep when he was lying there. Like his eyes didn't open, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't believe a fucking thing that happened with Mateo. Yeah, I think the I think the three different languages oh, he is a man of the world. Gives it to Mateo. Congratulations, Vincent Castellanos, aka Spider Monkey from the Crow City of Angels. I think there are two Two for ass off would be Westridge and Voight. Oh. Jonathan Hyde is Westridge and John Voight sneering his ass off is all set on. Voight was the favorite and Westridge was the plucky underdog and he made it interesting. Like I said, there's that one scene where it's like, oh, he's going for it right here. He's like, yeah. you're not going to act your ass off out of me, right? But unfortunately, Voight just gets the shots and the volume and the touches, man. It's hard to overcome the star of the movie, John Voight. You're acting your ass off award winner for this movie. Ass off for sure. I mean, Jonathan Hyde plays the exact same character in The Mummy. Oh, exact same. So this is his lane. (laughs) Yeah. John Voight, I don't think, has ever played a Paraguayan former priest snake hunter. (laughs) Although now i got to watch Mission Impossible again just to see if that was what he was going for. Just just to be certain. Well, I mainly eat out of a dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) I should try that. I need some new dresses. Don't. <laughs> or if you do, stay away from the one in Ocean in Wilshire. That's mine. <laughs> Seriously. Stay out of it. Golden Dumpster nominees. Danny Trejo killing himself in the cold open. John Voight's accent. <laughs> Five whiskey. That's breakfast on the river. <laughs> the snake puppet killing the panther puppet. <laughs> Windsor's golf game being dependent on the music he's listening to. John Voight steering his ass off, the anaconda spitting the dead monkey into Westridge's face, Paul going for that second J-Lo kiss, the double dip, anaconda catching Westridge by the face out of midair in front of the waterfall, Paul dumping a bucket of monkey blood on J-Lo and Ice Cube. Fucking bathtub of monkey blood. In the anaconda throat POV shot. Oh, I'll go first. You didn't even name it. 
John Voight jumping from a seated position <laughs> with his upper body tied to a mast and choking a woman with his legs. Am I to believe that he, he didn't use any other part of his body other than flexing his ass. his ass cheeks to jump? <laughs> jump straight up, not straight forward. Up. Straight, straight up. up. Five, five and a half feet he, in the air. He moved. Straight I'm going to tell you exactly how he moved. You ever been to the carnival? And it's like, see how strong you are? And yeah. you hit a mallet yeah. and the thing goes, whooping, and it hits the top. That's yeah. literally how he shot up. Absolutely. I thought it was going to be an easy golden dumpster of the insane faces that John Voight made throughout. But I, I got to go with the panther face. Oh, boy. The, the face the panther makes as it's getting the finger up its ass. That is, that is some good... Good puppeteering going on in that little cutscene. I'm looking at the picture again. <laughs> Look at the picture. Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm going to go with Anaconda spitting the dead monkey into Westridge's face. Oh, that's good. I also wanted to do just the one where she's putting her hair up and then John Voight four and a half feet away just staring. It's impossible to choose a favorite John Voight face and John Voight sneer. I picked oh, by the way. Fucker. No, oh, let's not ahead. forget also the scene where the, when they first discover him and he when he jumps on the <laughs> it's just a look on his face he always <laughs> opens his eyes wide and go, <laughs> I picked a motherfucker I mean this is such an easy easy file I fucking love this movie I love John Voight in this movie I love everything about this movie I even love Mateo's bad fucking acting this is such an easy file for me I mean, I laughed a lot at this movie and dumb voice. I mean, just the accent. As soon as he started talking and I wrote the note, oh, no, he has an accent. Uh, I mean, I was horrified and equally very intrigued to see where it goes. Having said all of that, though, what? I fell asleep during this movie and that's usually not a good sign. It's going to oh. be a foe for me. What? Yeah, man. You're going to regret like that. Mm. 50 episodes from now, you're going to think back and be like, I should have filed that. It's going to get that much worse? <laughs> 50 episodes? Are, <laughs> that what you're telling me? You think it's going to get better? Now it comes down to Maze. 1997 seems to be the sweet spot for this half CGI, half animatronic, really, really shitty <laughs> snake monster shit. We built this city. I love that the animatronic guy was ahead of the cgi guy yeah in the credits that that is a great sign i do like that this movie is not good what <laughs> it's a weird horror movie but john voight man i ooh, he was on some paraguayan shit right there the accent what is it the sneers what's he doing <laughs> the way he subverts all the people in charge by agreeing with them when he could have clearly just commandeered the boat Early on with a gun. Does John Boyd think that Shreveport is in Paraguay? That's a good idea. That's where he's from in this movie. <laughs> Just leave me at the next town. <laughs> it's a file for me. Yeah. The comedy was high. Owen Wilson, Ice Cube, J-Lo, all entertaining. John Voight, though, he pushed it over the top file. Uh, make sure you're tweeting us your Fober file on this movie, Anaconda. Make sure you tweet us your golden dumpster picks. Drop them in the Discord if you're a Patreon subscriber, patreon.com slash count the dings. Someone did that today, and I, I forgot that you'd ask that. I was like, why the fuck are you tagging me this? I don't give a shit. I didn't, I, <laughs> wow. didn't I didn't tweet that, but I was thinking like, why the 
Why did they send me all this shit? Yeah, no, send it to us. Fover file your golden dumpster. Do it all ass on, ass off, whatever your picks are. Send them to us at Darth Amin, at Talk Hoops, at Corn Puzzle. Five whiskeys. That's breakfast on the river. Next time we make love, you introduce me to Jade. That's the first episode of Oscars month. Amin, what's next? Well, boys, when I first wanted to do Cinephobe, me and Zach talked about it, right? We talked about, hey, we should watch bad movies, do a podcast about it. Because some <laughs> of these bad movies, they're not really bad. And the movie I had in mind was this movie that we're going to do next week. Why are you laughing? Because you you've started a pick like this. Like six different times of like when we thought no. about this podcast, I wanted to do no. this movie. No, 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 no. It's there's only two different <laughs> stories. One is a long time ago. I said I want to do a movie about bo- bad podcast. <laughs> a long time. <laughs> Leave it all in. <laughs> I want to do a movie about bad podcasts. <laughs> I want to do a podcast about bad movies, and the thing that made me think about it was finding out ballistic. X versus Sever was a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I was shocked. I didn't think that there were any movies that could be 0%, and lo lo and behold, there are plenty. But the movie that I talked about with you when we first talked about doing this podcast was Envy, because this was a movie that I I loved. I'd never heard of it. I bought it on DVD from Hollywood Video. Remember that? And I remember watching it and i was like how is this movie with ben stiller and jack black and christopher walken and rachel vice and amy poehler like how could this movie exist and i've never heard of it and it's so funny and the more i asked people had they seen it the more i discovered that everybody hates this movie good for you i mean it's been a while since i've seen it though so we'll see how it goes yo rob yo i mean What's the biggest complaint I always have whenever we record these podcasts? Besides Jerv being too sleepy, um, I think it's you forget to name a couple of things. You always want to talk about some extra stuff. Oh, man. It's the worst feeling in the world. When we get done and we say cut and I'm sending the files to Rob and I say, shit, I forgot we were going to talk about this topic or that topic. Well, guess what? We're not going to have those problems anymore. If you go ahead and download the Stereo app. That's right. Go to Stereo.com slash Darth Amin and make sure you are linked and subscribe to us. And we're going to talk about all of the different things that I always forget about. This is a great app. Every time you guys are listening to this pod, you say, oh, I wish I could chime in. But you're listening to our pod. You can never chime in. It's pre-recorded. Guess what? With stereo, you're able to have your voice heard. You can ask real-time questions about either the pod episode we recorded or whatever we're talking about at the time. It's great. It's a forum for you to listen to your favorite podcasters. That'll be me and our, yours truly all at the Count the Things Network. And we're going to be out here. We're going to do this regularly multiple times a week. Just hop on stereo. 
Download the app. Subscribe. Follow Darth the Mean. Follow Talk Hoops. Follow Trayvon. Follow Big Waz. All of us. You know who we are. You search for us on the Stereo app. You will find us and subscribe to us and be a part of these conversations real time. Have the ability to ask the questions that you want to ask. Stop us when we're on some bullshit, as we are frequently. And, of course, catch some content that goes above and beyond what you listen to in the podcast you already love. Again, that is the Stereo app. You can follow me, Stereo.com slash Darth You can look up everybody else by their handles. Their handles are all the same as what we have on social media. You join us multiple times a week. I love Stereo. I'm on the app talking all the time. Follow me and get notified every time I go live.